Hey y'all and welcome back to another episode of Melanin Magic Monday, your space to hear beautiful and amazing stories about our people, Black people. Why? Because we magic, baby, period. (laughs) So this month, I'm going to talk about all the different things that were significant that occurred in the month of April. I realize that that's a better route to go down. I mean, if there's something special or specific that I want to talk about, then so be it. But your average Melanin Magic Monday episode is going to reflect on the month prior and all the beautiful things that occurred in our communities, whether it be in the media, whether it be just special, amazing young kings and queens that are doing amazing things, whatever. But we're going to talk about it as of the previous month. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right, y'all, let's get started. Again, welcome back to another episode of Melanin Magic Monday. I'm your host, Sid, the Melanated Queen. I just want to share with you guys before we get started how honored I am to be able to have this platform to connect with all of you and share with you the greatness of Black people. Because really, it's, it's, it's nothing but that. The media, everything else, certain people, certain groups, whatever, try to depict us as these negative people. And don't get me wrong, there are some people within our community that don't necessarily reflect us as a whole greatly. But that can be said about anyone, white people, Asian Spanish, Mexican, whatever. So there's always a few bad apples in a group, even even just, you know, specifically within a family um, dynamic. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, overall, collectively, the 13% in this country is popping, boo, period. And then all the other numbers of beautiful Black kings and queens throughout the world is popping, boo, period. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you think. At the end of the day, whether you believe it or not, Melanie Magic Monday is going to represent that. And anybody who listens to it is going to understand that, period, okay? So let me get off my soapbox. I just had to really speak up and speak highly regarding our people because I'm sick of the bullcrap. I'm sick of the nonsense. We are better than that. And I'm going to make sure that that is represented every month, period, point blank. All right, let me get to it. (laughs) So I want to start off this episode talking about probably, in my opinion, the most important and the most powerful moment in the month of April that happened in the United States. A groundbreaking experience, in my opinion, for the Black community, and that would be the justice that was served for George Floyd and his family, okay? Derek Chauvin, the murderer, because that's what he is, nothing but, was sentenced, or he was convicted and will be sentenced June 25th. Okay, so I'm quoting from CNN here. It says former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin, who was found guilty of the murder of George Floyd last week, will be sentenced at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't let it be a minute after, baby, on January. I'm sorry, in June 25th, according to an updated entry on the court docket. So apparently the court had previously set Chauvin's sentencing hearing for June 16th, but the docket did indicate a reason for the change. I don't care what it is. doesn't matter. It's happening and it's happening this year. And I couldn't be happier, period. Now, the article continues by saying that Chauvin had been on bail since October, but guess what? Judge Peter Cahill revoked Chauvin's bail after the verdict. He will now be awaiting sentencing while behind bars, period. <laughs> Now, there are three other individuals who need to be convicted as well. And guess what, guys? They will be tried together in August. So those three officers go by the names of 
Tu Tao, I believe that's how you pronounce it. First name is spelled T-O-U, last name T-H-A-O. So Tu Tao, um, Officer Thomas Lane and Officer J. Alexander Quang. They're all going to be charged with aiding and abetting second-degree murder and aiding and abetting second-degree manslaughter. And by the grace of God, they will be convicted and sentenced as well. Bye-bye. Have a blessed one. Behind bars, period. Um, just to go into a little bit more detail regarding um, the sentencing for Chauvin, right? So the article explains that his sentencing will depend on several factors. The article explains that including the state's sentencing guidelines and whether the judge decides to go beyond the guidelines because of certain circumstances. Technically, Chauvin could face up to 40 years in prison for second-degree murder, up to 25 years for third-degree murder, and then up to 10 years for manslaughter. However, Chauvin has no prior criminal record. The state's guidelines say that for such a person, the presumptive sentence for both second-degree and third-degree murder is about 12 and a half years, and then the judge is given discretion to hand down a sentence between 10 years and eight months or about 15 years for each. So we'll see what happens. At the end of the day, he's going to jail, so I'm very happy about that. I do want him to get the maximum sentencing, in my opinion, he deserves it. But have we expect us to be treated fairly in the justicism and have sentencing done the way that it needs to be per state guidelines and everything like that? It has to be, it has to go the same for him. So I'm gonna be fair when it comes to that. But nonetheless, 40 years is fine with me. <laughs> um, the article continues by saying second degree manslaughter carries a presumptive sentence of four years for someone with no record according to the guidelines and the judge's discretion ranges from three years to about five months to four years and eight months. So, however, prosecutors are asking for a tougher sentence than the recommendations provided. In two filings last year, prosecutors said five aggravating factors warrant an increased sentence. Those factors include that Floyd was particularly vulnerable, that he was treated with particular cruelty, and that children were present when the crimes were committed. If the judge applies aggravating factors, it could shift Chauvin's sentence to a higher part of the legal range. The sentences for all three crimes would likely be served at the same time, not consecutively. And then it says generally when an offender is convicted of multiple current offenses, concurrent sentencing is presumptive. That's according to the state guidelines. So again, we'll see what matters the most that he was convicted and he will be sentenced to something. He is going to serve time. So I couldn't be happier. And again, the three officers that aided and abetted second degree and second degree manslaughter or second degree murder and second degree manslaughter will also be doing some time as well. God willing. You guys, this is such a crucial and just amazing moment for the black community. And more importantly for George Floyd and his legacy, his daughter, his family, his brother, everyone that has been fighting and that has been supporting him that has been waiting patiently for the sentencing and everything for justice to be served. This is a big moment for them. Our ancestors are rolling in their graves with excitement and joy. I'm sure of it. I'm happy. And I hope you guys are too. This is amazing. George Floyd, we love you. We miss you. You were taken too soon. And I'm so sorry for that. God bless your daughter. God bless your family and rest in peace, my brother. All right, family. So next with our Melanin Magic Monday news, I would like to honor and recognize the oh-so-handsome and oh-so-fine Daniel Kaluuya. According to MSN.com, 
Kaluuya won his first Academy Award on Sunday night during the Oscars for playing one of the two title roles in Judas and the Black Messiah. The article continues by explaining, in a quirk of the nominating process, Lakeith Stanfield, who played the Judas of the title, William O'Neill, who betrayed Black Panther Party leader Fred Hampton to the FBI, competed in the same category. And obviously, Daniel Kaluuya was the winner. So it says here, and I quote, I share this honor with the gift that is Lakeith Stanfield, who is also fine, guys, if you didn't know. Fine. So it says here, the London-born Kaluuya portrayed the fiery Hampton who was killed in an FBI raid in 1969. He already earned Golden Globe, BAFTA, and Screen Actors Guild Awards for the role. That's amazing. And in Mr. Kaluuya's words, it says, to Chairman Fred Hampton, what a man. How blessed we are that we lived in a lifetime where he existed. He continues by saying he was on this earth for 21 years and he found a way to feed kids breakfast, educate kids, get free medical care against all odds. That's so beautiful. And I'm so happy that he recognized that and that this movie was created to express that. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into the FBI and the reasons for why they were attacking the Black Panther Party, but little did I know before researching and understanding more about my people and what we've been through, what we've experienced. The Black Panther Party was very, very influential in the community. They were giving people free health care. They were helping people find places to stay, to eat. There were programs and, and educational practices in place to, to uplift and to groom our men and women to be confident, to be business owners to be successful and most importantly, to be proud of being who they are, which were black men and women. Why that makes people mad, I don't know. Well, I do know, but I'm, I'm not gonna go there. Y'all know too, but it's amazing. I didn't know that and I'm so thankful for this movie. It was a great depiction of what happened. It made it feel like you were truly there and gave me more perspective on all the things that I've read. So if you guys haven't seen it, I highly suggest it. It is a bomb movie. I saw it on HBO Max. Um, I noticed that they're releasing new movies, but they're only having them available for like 30 days. I'm not sure if it's still there and they have to pay for it. All I know is I did see it on HBO Max. Please go there and check if you haven't seen it already. I hope it's there for you to watch. It's a must-see, period. Clearly, he won all these awards for it. It's a good movie. Check it out. Unfortunately, during this month, although we had some amazing moments, and I just named a few. We did have some unfortunate circumstances that occurred as well. We lost two hip-hop legends, DMX, and then also rapper Shock G from Digital Underground. So starting with DMX, I'm quoting from CNN here. It states, DMX, a rapper known as much for his troubles as his music, has died. His family announced in a statement he was 50. There's a quote here from the family stating, we are deeply saddened to announce today, which was April 9th, that our loved one DMX, birth name of Earl Simmons, passed away at 50 years old at White Plains Hospital with his family by his side after being placed on life support for the past few days. It continues by saying Earl was a warrior who fought to the very end. He loved his family with all of his heart and we cherish the times we spent with him. The article says the artist had been hospitalized since last week when he suffered a heart attack at his home in New York, according to his longtime attorney, Murray Richmond. Several people came to honor and acknowledge him 
artists, athletes, and other celebrities pay tribute to him on social media the Friday of his death. It continues here by saying, just talking about how great he was and what he, you know, brought to the community and to the rap industry. So with the deaths of fellow rappers, Notorious B.I.G., Tupac Shakur, before he burst on the scene, DMX became one of the reigning stars of hardcore hip-hop and was the premier artist signed to the Rough House Records label. His single, Rough Riders Anthem, helped to seal his critical and commercial success. The rapper released several albums over the years, including one of the most commercially successful, quoting, And Then There Was X. That was released in 1999 and was nominated for a Grammy in the Best Rap Album category. It was one of the three Grammy nominations for the rapper. He sold millions of albums, boosted by hits like Get At Me Dog in 1998, Party Up in 1999, and X Gonna Give It To You in 2003. He parlayed his growing fame into an acting career, appearing in multiple films, including Romeo Must Die and Cradle to the Grave. By the way, two excellent movies. If you haven't seen it, it's kind of weird, but I'm not going to be mad at you. Please go watch it now. It is bomb. All right, continuing here with the quote, his professional achievements were often overshadowed by his issues with substance abuse and run-ins with the law. He pleaded guilty to tax fraud in 2017 and was sentenced to one year in prison. In 2019, DMX canceled a planned concert tour to seek treatment for addiction, saying at the time that he was putting family and sobriety first. That same year, he talked to GQ about his struggles. And in a quote here, it says, I just need to have a purpose. And I don't even know that purpose because God has given me that purpose since before I was in the womb. So I'm going to fulfill that purpose, whether I want to or not, whether I know it or not, because the story has already been written. If you appreciate the good, then you have to accept the bad. That's beautiful. So DMX, unfortunately, was one of the legends that we lost this year, as of April 9th, to be exact. And we also lost rapper Shock G. So according to CNN, I'm quoting from him again. It says, rapper Shock G, also known as Humpty Hump of the hip-hop group Digital Underground, has died at age 57 when not using his stage name. He was known as Gregory Edward Jacobs. The article continues by stating his digital underground group mate Chop Master J post the news Thursday night to Instagram. And I quote it here. It says, 34 years ago, almost to the day, we had a wild idea we can be a hip-hop band and take on the world. Through it all, the dream became a reality and the reality became a nightmare for some. And now he's awakened from the fame. Long live Shock G, a.k.a. Humpty Hump. And rest in peace, my brother, Greg Jacobs. The Hillsborough Medical Examiner, located in Tampa, Florida, told CNN Friday that Jacob's body was in their care and that he had died Thursday. The Hillsborough Sheriff's Office would not comment on the surrounding events or location of Jacob's passing and said they are investigating whether there was foul play. Fellow artists took to social media to express their shock and sadness over the news. <clears throat> Rapper Ice Cube wrote, R.I.P. Shock G. Humpty Hump. I remember when NWA's road manager, Atron, said he had a group called Digital Underground. He played, what does that say? Oh, do what you like video. Oh, my God. It was all one word. Do what you like video, and I went crazy. I had to sample do on Jackin' for Beats and Who's the Mac, and nobody had a better stage show. A true Bay Area original. So he was from Cali, y'all. And I don't know him very well. But I do know the Humpty Dance. So it says Digital Underground had a string of hits in the early 1990s, including the Humpty Dance and Do What You Like. 
That song is a trip. It's very inappropriate. I never understood what was being said as a kid when I listened to it, but I looked over the lyrics when I found that he passed away, and I'm like, what? Really? He goes, what's wrong? My name is Humpty. Something women I like to hump thee. I'm like, what? But anyways, nonetheless, that song was a bop. Rest in peace, my dude. You were up there with the legends. You were up there with beautiful Aaliyah, DMX, Tupac, Biggie. The list goes on. But rest in peace, handsome. I pray for both of their families. And I pray also, too, that they're saying something about foul play. I hope that's not the case at all. We'll find out soon enough. But God bless their families. May you guys rest in heaven. And thank you for leaving us with such a huge legacy and some amazing music that will always, always live. That wraps up our Melanin Magic Monday episode for the month. Thank you for listening, you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting me all these months. I made it to a year as of April 1st of 2021, and I am so ready for years and years and years after that. Thank you again, guys. I appreciate you so much. Also, too, do not forget, May 1st marked the first day of Mental Health Awareness Month, okay? I'm going to talk more about that in our um, Adjusting Crowns episode this Wednesday, but I just wanted to put a little bug in your ear that this month is Mental Health Awareness Month. Please be mindful of your mental health. Take care of it. Do not be ashamed of having any mental health disorders or issues. Do not be ashamed to make an appointment with a therapist. We all have one. We all need one for the most part. Nothing wrong with that, you guys. Definitely take care of self, and that means your mental as well. All right, you guys, until next time, stay blessed, stay beautiful, and of course, stay magical, baby, because that's what you are. Period. Bye. <laughs>